lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your surprisingly serene stallion. You ain't, you ain't no stallion. Because it is a hot girl summer. Okay. I've got the braids. That'll mean you're a stallion. Why can't I be a stallion? You can be a stallion. You can be whatever you want, babe. I've, I've already um, polled Instagram. Moms can be stallions, too. And so I'm yeah, a stallion. Typically, when, when they talk about stallion, I mean, they got that. They got that. Yeah. That wagon? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can have a wagon in spirit. I don't. Okay. Respect. Right. Go ahead. I got boobs. That's something. You do have boobs. There we go. Everybody okay. can't have everything. I'm just saying. When you say a stallion, I mean, a stallion is. That's what, like Chance and uh, Real? Yeah. But that's what he's talking about. He's talking about that wagon. Yeah. Well. But go ahead. Listen, God didn't make me skinny with a big butt because I would just be naked all the time. So he knew what would he was you? doing. Absolutely. I mean, okay. I'm pretty, so. You're decent. Now, I'm a lot of things. Ugly is not one of them. I didn't say you were ugly. I just said you was decent. I'm bo- I'm more than decent in the face. Thank you. What's going on, Danny? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, actually. I'm that's, glad to be recording. That's I, great to hear. I've, I, you know, I, I laid myself at the, uh, at the mercy of our listeners last week when I explained why we didn't record. Mm-hmm. But everybody was, you know, like, "Girl, make that money. It's okay. We understand." So appreciate that. But we are back. We are. Yes. And things have, you know, started to slow down a little bit at work. Uh, now hitting my stride. So I'm doing good over here. That's getting paid every Friday this summer. Hey, exactly. So like I put my wallet away. I mean, haven't you already? <laughs> no. Um, I haven't experienced this I new mean, cash flow yet. So Well, tomorrow, you know, when this episode drops, I'll have my first other check. Okay. And, but... You know, we're going to uh, Disney this for Christmas, so I'll be trying to put some of that towards that. So, in that sense, you know, help you put your wallet away there. Got that's, you. That's the hope and the goal. Pay some bills, all that jazz. Respect. But uh, how are you? Good, good, sir? I'm living. I'm maintaining. True, true. Well, uh, shall we just go ahead and jump on this elevator? We surely can. Okay. Are you going first or am I going first? Um, You can go first. Okay. Going up. So, by the time this episode releases, it'll have been two, two to three days since the announcement that Hallie Bailey from Chloe and Hallie of Grownish fame and of Parkwood uh, fame, uh, signs of Beyonce's label, has been named as Ariel in the live action oh my God. of The Little Mermaid. And I'm excited. I'm excited because. First and foremost, like her voice is like when I think about it, it's pretty perfect to sing the songs from The Little Mermaid. And she is young and she's beautiful and she can act. And so I'm and really, she's black. And yeah, she's black. And so and I mean the fact that there's so many people with their panties in a bunch about this just makes I me like laugh that. even more yeah. because I'll take that. I, I'm she I'm and that's if that if for no other reason I'm am I going to support that movie? It's because there's motherfuckers out there hating because she's black and um you know one thing I was reading about you know people were like oh this was based off of a European story and blah 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 and how would you feel no. There's so, been so many movies where white people portray have been whitewashed. They have whitewashed so black many people. things. They had a movie called like something in Egypt. Gods of Egypt. God, I, yeah, but it was like all white people. Only black person that was in it was Chadwick Boseman. I saw that movie like in passing one day. Like it was yeah, on. So. And they had Cleo. First of all, Elizabeth Taylor played Cleopatra. Fucking Scarlett Johansson tries to play everybody. She wants to play a six-legged trans person that's from East Asia because Scarlett Johansson thinks that she can be anybody, even though she's just a white woman. And so, yeah, Hallie can be Ariel, a fictional character. Um, So, but I'm here for it, and I'm hyped because you know I know Disney is just trying to take all of us. 80s babies money by rehashing as every... long as they don't mess up the way they did Aladdin we uh, good okay I mean Lion King is, is has a, a huge you know high expectations are there for I feel Lion like Lion King, King's but... gonna be a better live action than it was excuse me was animated you think Lion King is gonna be better this way Would... I do 
you know what? I can appreciate your high hopes because you were pretty scarred from Aladdin. Even I though was. it wasn't. And then the it, it other wasn't day, a Disney original, but it was definitely the not other bad. day. I asked Tatum that she want to watch Aladdin, and when I put the animated version on, she was like, "This isn't Aladdin." She said, "This not Aladdin." Yeah. So. TJ was like, "What?" Yeah. So. But, you know, that's how times change. But at least we get to share these things with our daughter. Like I just hope she appreciates it. Yeah. Maybe what we should start doing is playing the cartoon version beforehand and then taking her to the movies to see the uh, the, the live action. So that way she's can, you know, she knows what the OGs are. Just a thought. I like it. But, that, yeah, that's my elevator for the week because, you know. It's the 4th of July weekend. White people are mad about something where black people are uh, taking shine. They're mad about that. They're mad about Colin Kaepernick getting the old sneakers removed. I mean, the sneakers with the old flag removed. I'm here for it. I'm here for all the angry white people. Exactly. Let's ruffle some feathers. I'm here for the woman in Atlanta who turned away the contractor. I was here for with that the, too. With the Confederate flag. She, she was like, she was she like, she did it really politely. Yeah, she was like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. And send him on his way. I'm here for that. Upsetting racist white feet folks all summer long. All summer long. I'm all on board for that. Um, But with that, I yield. Um, Me. I'm up and down. All right, tell us why. So I'm up because I'm down a lot of weight. Um, yes. This would air on the 5th. So on June 4th, I had weight loss surgery. And in a month, I'm down 52 pounds. I'm looking at a shell of a man. Shell of a the man. The shadow of him. Um. So, you know, um, excited about that. Down funny. because my stomach's been hurting. And like, you know, getting used to all Life. these new changes. Um, but and I've decided to um, share my journey with people just because when they see me, I don't want them to be super alarmed. Like, nigga, you sick? Like, Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I did it. F- I did it for Tatum. Um, I was just what i was 380 and although i was still like moving and stuff like that i had high blood pressure i have sleep apnea and you know um as you get older you start looking at life differently mm-hmm. and i didn't want to i didn't want to be dead by 40 you know um so i had to do what was best for me and my family and you know with this i'm no longer taking blood pressure medicine danny said i don't snore as much so hardly um there's a lot of changes, and, you know, I'm excited for that. So uh, that's still a positive, but. Just the, some of the side effects. Just some of the side effects. Still and, working and, through. And it affects everybody differently and stuff like that. But um, I'm glad I got it, you know. Like mm-hmm. I said, I just want to be here for, for my daughter and for my wife and my family. And, you know, um, it's, it's a tool. So, you know, some. I was once a believer that if you got this surgery, you were being weak or you weren't trying hard enough. And then when I was, you know, going through all my different ways of trying to lose weight and all the quick diets and long diets and it just wasn't falling off the way it used to. Um, You know, I had to sit down with my, my family I had to sit down with my doctors and, you know, see what was the best thing for me. And this became it, you know, so uh, I have a huge uh, appreciation for people who do these surgeries, who, who take their health serious and, and use this as a tool. Um, so. Well, I applaud you and for sharing your story um, with everyone, because I definitely it's like become a major focus of our little our day our daily lives as far as just like from the time that you had a surgery to getting you home to the the adjustments and things like that that have had that you've had to make and in the spirit of full transparency um I too am looking to have the surgery as well um hopefully sometime in August um, before school starts back up and 
um, for the same reasons. But I didn't want to talk about it until TJ brought up his own story because we want to make sure that we're like we're being respectful of each other's process and, and privacy, um, even though you know we are in this together. And you know, same reasons. Like I don't, I didn't have like high blood pressure or like like mat like major sleep apnea yet. But I am at a point in my life where always it's like tj always had been overweight always struggled with weight have but lost weight he was finding it was way more difficult but when i really kind of look at the timeline like from the time i got pregnant with tatum you know i gained only a little bit of pregnancy weight lost it right after but then that life of being like a new mom on maternity leave home with a new baby and then you know adding in like my dad getting sick and then subsequently passing and just like the emotional eating and depression that came with that um, and the stress of work and grad school, I've gotten to a point where I've been become, I've gotten bigger than I've ever been in my life. And I, before, you know, nothing really, it never really slowed me down, but now it was like, I feel it in my knees and in my hips and in my back and in my, and, and like, I also too, like, don't want to be that mom who's like too tired to run after her, her children. And I don't want to like bring more children into this world and like not have my weight and my health under control because ultimately whatever TJ and I do is going to directly and indirectly impact Tatum and any other children that might come after her. And I don't want that for her and I don't want that for any other kids. So this is kind of like a a family effort and change because once TJ and I both have, you know, completed this process, you know, by default, it's also going to impact the things that Tatum takes in. And so she will be in turn healthier because he and I are making a decision to be healthier too. So I really commend TJ, especially, you know, for going first, because it's not easy, you know, kind of being the pioneer or the first one to kind of cross that, uh, that line. Cause I'm usually going to first, you know what I mean? That's what alphas do. I mean, it's the only, you first know, first. your fraternity went first, but anyway, I pledged first, but you know, whatever. That's because you're older. I mean, you got mad time on your hands. Well, go ahead. I mean, we are, we're three years apart in Greekdom, so you had time, I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, but, That's another story for another day. Yeah, no. So, um, so yeah, but I do commend you, babe. And, you know, I know it's been like a transition. It's been, you know, has its ups and its downs, but I'm proud of you, like, Y'all, this man has lost 52 pounds in a month. Like, it's unheard of. and But it's like, it's healthy. It's, it's you know, it's a good thing. But that just shows, like, and I mean, I'm not going to even bother comparing when the time my time comes because TJ always loses, like, hella weight when he does lose weight. It, like, falls off of him. Like, he blinks and he loses 10 pounds. But um, that's because men and women are different. So... It is what it is. But as we continue now that TJ is, you know, sharing this with you all, we'll continue to, like, keep you guys updated on our progress and our process and, you know, how and just in case we start looking different in the next months and so on, you know, you'll know why. Because no shame in our game, right? It's full transparency. Yep. So with that being said, we're going to, are we, are we getting off the elevator? Yes, we can get off the elevator. Okay. We are going to move right along into our relationship tip of the week. Um, and my relationship tip. Oh. What? Typically, you ask, do I want to go first or not? But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, do you want to go first? No, I'm good. All right. Well, then, as I was saying, my relationship tip of the week actually has to do with um, what TJ brought up about your weight loss surgery. And I went. I, I won. I mean, listen, I've been inspiring you since 04, you know? You've been irritating me since 04. Fuck out of here. You, uh, you're not irritating? I mean, I, we're all irritating, but you're more, I've been inspiring you. You're more irritating. Change your life. I mean, I changed yours, too. Decent. I, I changed yours, too, so stop it. Um, Go ahead. My relationship tip is being... Inspired by TJ. Go pushy. Ahead. Is necessary sometimes. Being pushy? Yeah. Because let's hear this shit. TJ, you've been like, like TJ's been feeling like nauseous a lot lately. And so I think that like even though you don't 
sometimes you don't feel up to doing things or like leaving the house or stuff like that because you don't feel good. Like just today, like we, I got you out of the house just for a couple of minutes. You didn't. Tatum did. Okay, leveraging her to get you out of the house. She wanted me to come, so yes, I, I left. I left okay. out the house. But that's neat. It's necessary sometimes in relationships because sometimes your partner. No, but that's it's not true. It's, it's it is true. Like your partner sometimes, like if they. Like, for you right now, it's something physical, right? Which is totally understandable. But at the same time, it's like the fresh air, just moving around or whatever. It's just an opportunity to, like, get you out and, you know, just to get some fresh air, period, right? And so sometimes in your relationships, like, you have to push your partner or your friend or your family member to do something either for their own physical wellness or their mental wellness or their spiritual, emotional wellness. And... It might come across as nagging. It might come across as like, you know, you're just you're doing too much or whatever. But sometimes we are we are our own worst enemy or we get in our own way. And that's why we need our loved ones to kind of sometimes be like, hey, no, this is what we're about to do. And I would say that even in this evening that you and I spent just like running to Home Depot and stopping by and checking in with um, um, some of our relatives like was um fine and like somewhat productive and like a little bit refreshing right because i don't know i get cabin fever a lot so i, I don't i'm a homebody but i'm a homebody too but i'm glad i, 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 I'm glad I left a few guys I, I'm, I'm glad, glad too, Tatum I'm, wanted me I'm, to come. I'm glad but i'm i would have like kind of pushed you but sometimes i don't though because i know that like you didn't say that you wanted me to come all you had to do is say babe i want you to come if you just said that i would have been like all right let's go well i have and to that's why I had but, to sometimes I, but sometimes i have to like work around it in order to like get you there and you but you wanted to come that's why you asked tatum like you want daddy to come no i i, I really didn't want to come i would have preferred to just lay down but i'm glad you got I your asked ass tatum up. and tatum wanted me there so yes i'll do anything for her as as an aside tatum does not like fireworks y'all she does not we tried to they were um shooting fireworks at my sisters and we stepped outside onto the deck for all of 10 seconds and she was like i want to go inside yeah so so poor baby can you finish with your tip yes inspired by me you're pushing me so that's fine you know this is inspired by you so oh so is it a draw no i still win so full of shit so my wife has had a check engine light i mean check tires light tire pressure low light for the last week could have been longer, knowing Danny. It was like a week. So it, it made me say, you know, you got to take care of the signs when they come up. You know, we as people put things to the side mm-hmm. and then we get more upset because now the tire blew and it could have been t- something taken care of two weeks ago when it first appeared. A week. See, with you... I have to really, oh I have to really question. So lying. I'm just saying, sometimes you'll be, you know, sometimes you'll put a buffer in there because you want it to sound better than what it is. Mm-hmm. But that's the second time that like you had the tires on. The first time someone removed your cap, but you didn't even check. Like you gotta, you know. So I'm telling people that they need to, they need to read the signs when things happen. And if someone that you don't want to do ask your significant other, ask your friend, can they do it or whatever. But I'm just, when you see signs, you need to read them and follow through on them. Heed the, the warnings. Okay, there you go. Heed the warnings. There you go. You know, I'm good with words, so. Oh, you're amazing with words. So, Well, I, I feel like this is, has to be a draw based off of your logic. Because if my tip was inspired by you and your tip was inspired by me, then this is a tie. No, it don't work that way. Oh, so this is so I win. This is like Trump logic. No, it's like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Big Daddy with the little kid. That's uh, that's it, right? Adam yeah. Sandler? Yeah. And he was like, I win. I win. Uh, yeah. I mean... You are like a child. You're just like you're really, anyway. like, you're really like my firstborn. Fuck out of here. Tatum's like my third child because it's like you, London, <laughs> Tatum. You haven't raised me though. What have you raised me to do, Danny? I mean, what? No, I'm not gonna take credit for raising you. You can't. I've, I've take. I, I'm going to take credit. I have to look look after you. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Take care. You like to be taken care of. 
When I'm sick, yes. Or tired, or in a bad mood, or just in general. Okay. That, that has nothing to do with you raising me or taking And you have, like, a lot in common with my eighth graders. You play the same games. You like the same sneakers. They like the same You watch wrestling. I do like wrestling. That's, like, but my guilty con- like, my guilty pleasure. But it's okay, though, because it helps me connect with the children. You, exactly. So, again, but, I've, but I'm you, still raising you. But you I've have, been helping you, and you with have everything. you have the temperament you're, of a 14-year-old. You're cool to your students because of me. Mm. If I wasn't in your life, they'd be like, yo, we can't even relate to this lady. Because you have the temperament and the interest of a 14-year-old. Listen, I don't care how I got you there. So, again, I, all, all I'm born, saying is that... I'm the reason why your kids love you. That's not true. It is. That's, it's not. It is. It's part of the reason why they love you. It's part of... You can the, relate to them because of me. I can... No. I can relate to them because I'm good at my job. Oh I can't... But gosh. I can't... But you provide me several access points. Yes. Okay. So, yes. I, I'm, I'm not saying that you're not a good teacher. I'm just saying I, I give you the in that... That most teachers you give me don't several, have. You give me several access points. For All some, the access some, points for some of some of my my students, typically my boys, and All for I'm that I am grateful. For. I make you cool. So, in yeah, life, I, life work, just in general. You know what? I'll take that because you know, as a parent, there you go. You're always gonna seem like you're uh, less cool than your child, so that's fine. <laughs> you still going with this parent thing? You yeah? You've never done? Never mind. You got it. You raised me, Danny. Not raise you, but take care of you. You don't. Sometimes. I got to beg you to take care of me. Well, go ahead. You don't. You do. But um, that's because you're a big boy. You're going to put on them big boy pants. Mm. Smaller size, but still big boy pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now it is time for TJ to enlighten us with his word of the week we don't pronounce this too crazy equanimity 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 steadiness of mind under stress it means to be calm Mm. are we gonna spell it equanimity oh this might be a little toughy i might get this wrong okay you got it all right so equanimity e q u i no. Oh, EQUA equal duh. EQUA equa N I M I T Y. You got it. Okay. So a little hiccup there. But equanimity. Great job. Thank you. And with that, we're gonna go to a message from our sponsor, Gain Sports Gear, and then we'll be back with the rest of the show. Yep. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And as always, you can get 10% off your first purchase if you enter the code LOVERS10 at the website GAINS, that's G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. Make sure you get in where you fit in so that you can embrace the process. And now, back to our show. What's going on, y'all? And we are back. So, we aren't going to do a letter this episode. So, don't, you know, lose your minds over that one. But we still have a quarrel ready and waiting for you guys, locked and loaded. This week's quarrel has to do with a young uh, Christopher Maurice Brown. Is that his real middle name? I think so, yes, because I feel like I remember one time when somebody was dragging him for something else and they called him Christopher Maurice Brown and it cracked me up. It is. All right. So, Chris Brown, um, apparently, um, not a un- little unknown to me, excuse me, uh, released an album like last week. Was it last week? Yes, like recently, for whatever. Birthday. Okay. 
and it's called Indigo, and it has like a thousand tracks on it. It's like thirty. Okay, which is like an obscene amount of tracks, especially in the day, this day and age. It surely is. So he, uh, one of his songs called, I think it's called Need a Stack. He's gotten into some hot water about his quote or his verse where he rapped about only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. So needless to say, he got lots of flack and feedback for that. Because from a lot of people, yes. From a lot of people. Because he, um, I guess, you know, the there's a lot of like hair, history with hair and with black women and women of color. And, you know, good hair or nice hair versus bad hair, nappy hair, whatever you want to call it. So apparently Chris Brown uh, responded on Instagram and was like, hi, y'all tripping, tripping. Y'all bitches don't want to fuck the nigga with fucked up teeth, do you? Only bitches upset is the uglies, not the black queens. So I guess he's obviously not tripping off of the feedback he's been getting. But what are your thoughts, Mr. Uh, TJ, Mr. New Cool? Um, I feel like people are taking it out of taking it out of context. I mean, it's Chris Brown, so anytime he does or say stuff, I think people are automatically gonna go on ten. Um, he left it mad ambiguous, so I, I don't understand where the issue lies. Um, I think the issue lies in the fact that he used the term "nice hair," right? Because what was he supposed to say, though? I mean, he could have said wavy hair. He could have said curly but, hair. But he if he would have said wavy hair. or straight or whatever, people would have been like, what about the nappy hair? So yeah, but I think that he they, left it as ambiguous as possible, and people are still upset about it. He left it ambiguous, but I think also, too, it's like about knowing your audience. Like, we know that like, Chris Brown is not talking about somebody with some 4C hair. But what We're I'm assuming. Saying, but we don't know anything. I think, I, think that's a, it's a, I think it's a fair assumption. But what I'll say is this, is that I think when you use terms like nice hair, then that automatically means that there's this, the implication is that if there's nice hair, then that means it has to be bad hair or not, or not nice hair. And so So they have the term bad hair day. Yeah. But bad hair day, it it has to do not necessarily as with like the, the texture of a person's hair, but more about the fact that there's style, uh, wait a minute, but more about the style of the hair. Like your hair is not styled in a way that you like it. Like it's not cooperating in that moment. Not that you have bad hair. I think we're looking and searching for, for things for, because it's Chris Brown. I think that, I think because it's Chris Brown, it's why people will feel like, based on his track record, why they're not necessarily all that surprised that he's saying it. And that it's just like he kind of continues to kind of like put his foot in his mouth, I guess, a little bit. But there's a long standing history there about hair and hair texture where like women of color, particularly black women, have been told that their hair, the way that their hair grows out of their head is not considered ideal or quality or good. That's why, like, they're just now passing laws this year that make it illegal. I just read somewhere else that in California, they just now had to make it illegal for schools and for places of business to discriminate against women of black women for wearing their hair in like natural styles like braids locks afros and things like that and the fact that you have to create laws to to force companies and schools to not discriminate against black women based on their hair because that hair has been deemed not nice or bad hair shows that like there's a lot of weight in the words that are used surrounding black women's hair yeah but if you feel that your hair is nice hair and someone says in a, in a song, I only want black chicks with nice hair, and you feel like you have nice hair, then how does it affect you? Because I said that goes back to that fair assumption that we're talking about Chris Brown, and I, and it's it's, it's an, and I'm I'm acknowledging and owning that it is an assumption, but this is also somebody who has been very has made poor judgments and poor choice has had poor choices of words in the past surrounding his lyrics and surrounding women and also women of color. So him saying nice hair, I would be very shocked to hear, think that he was talking about a woman who had hair like, um, I'm trying to think of somebody off the top of my head. Scotty beam. Okay. And even then her hair is like 
more I mean it's probably obviously there's like effort there when she does her hair but her hair is curly and, and yeah, but as opposed to like somebody who has like more like loose waves and um has more or straighter hair I don't agree I think people are taking it out of context and I'm talking about somebody like an afro and, like if they had like you know an what? afro even, like an Angela Davis afro he's not talking about somebody even with an Angela if, Davis afro even if that was the case that's his preference it's okay for it to be his preference. It's his lyrics. At the same it's his time, song. But how? But words mean things, right? Well, so we keep. So I keep driving home that point. What words matter? And so words do matter. But I'm not saying it's gonna help. You know, he should be so torn he, down. And he so should, are we saying that people shouldn't shouldn't say how they feel? He could. All I'm saying is that he, if he had a little bit more specific specificity, he could have that might have avoided some of that pushback and that backlash, right? Because if he was like, I only want, first of all, saying black bitches, but that's a whole nother quarrel. But I only want women with curly hair or something like that or with the wavy hair or something like that. That's okay. That's a personal preference. Some people like blondes. Some people like redheads. Having preferences is okay. But using, really using the term nice. So anytime that. If something has to be nice, that means something else has to be bad or, or not nice. Uh, yeah, but I feel like this is one of the things that people are taking too sensitive. And, and, and he didn't say, I like, I only like white girls or I only like pretty light skinned women. Like, I just feel like. If that's the case, are we gonna go over everybody else lyrics? When, I mean, people probably when won't. Drake said he 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 uh he like his girls BBWs, should all the skinny girls be offended? No, but that's because most most skinny girls are the 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 archetype for what men are looking for. So the fact okay. that Drake was acknowledging uh big beautiful women, but had he said, it, let me finish. Had, had he had he been acknowledged because he's acknowledging them as big beautiful women that was kind of like oh you're actually acknowledging a marginalized group or a group that normally doesn't get a lot of love and even then still though with let's let's put this into context drake's version of bbw is probably not the same bbw as every what other people might have drake again, wasn't talking drake wasn't talking about me when again, he's talking about liking bbw he's talking about somebody who's he's talking we're about somebody right who's now. just like you know on the on the curvier side, but he's not talking about someone who is truly, truly like an overweight woman. How or, do you you're assuming right now? Okay, well let's look at the women he's been associated with. Like if you want to go by somebody's track record, have you ever seen him in public with somebody that wears like a size fourteen? No. Uh, I don't I don't know. What size does Serena wear? So, she's not a BBW but she's not a BBW, but that I'm might just, that, that probably is his like that's probably as big as he would go. I mean, and she's muscular, if anything. Like she's curvy because of na- nature and because of the fact that she's like a beast on the court. Like she's just she's so de- well defined because of the sport that she plays. All I'm saying is that we're getting into a slippery slope of picking and choosing what's acceptable, what's not acceptable to say. I think I, I do understand the the notion of like, all right. Everybody's like words are being torn apart and being, uh, you know, raked over with a fine tooth comb. And like sometimes, you know what? People are overly sensitive. But at the same time, and I don't think people are being like overly sensitive. I just think people are like I think it's calling it out. It, I mean, I think that's part of it too. Because, but that's my, my thing is because he's Chris Brown, this is not like a far fetched thing to assume that he's like where he's coming from with that because his track record demonstrates that he sometimes is can be come across like misogynistic or he can come across as like someone who's like color struck right but you in but with that being said though it doesn't like we can't we as a as a society can't necessarily be up in arms and devastated by every single thing a person says because people say stupid shit all the time or stuff that's not appropriate all the time but at the same time in the same turn you can address those things or you can call people out because how are people going to know better or do better if they don't if they're not if the the mirror is not held up to them as far as like you said this this is why this is not okay to some people so so going forward that means that if if a guy tries to speak to a woman and she says you're too short for me we the men can 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 call her out she she shouldn't be like right when, uh, like, we're 
we're saying people can't have preferences anymore. So you can have a you can have a a preference. Just don't say Which, it out loud. No, don't put it on wax. No, you can have a preference, right? You can say, "I prefer to date tall men," but it's the difference of saying like tall men are better men or tall men than short men like it's it's that association between it but having a prep nice is a nice is but nice we're talking antonyms here babe if i I know but nice to him him cannot be nice to us that's his personal preference so but we we know who we're talking about right yes we're talking about chris brown i understand that and do you assume that so are you saying that when you heard when you read that lyric what I hair, nothing what hair type were you imagining in your head based on what based on the person who said the lyric and and what the lyric said? What was what popped into your head? Was it a a four C afro? Was it somebody who had I, I didn't I didn't even think about it that way. Somebody who had just started getting dreads? Like I said, I'll put Scotty Beam on there. That's what but she, that, but she's that's, dark that's, skin. But that's your. That's again. That's your. Listen, I hated natural hair for a very long time. Well, I take that back. I didn't hate it. I hate that in between stage. That that like growing stage. But once the curls are popping, I'm with it. But every but any woman who goes natural has to, and like does oh. a big chop has to go through that awkward I, I, okay. stage. Okay, and and it's fair for me to say I don't like that stage. But you, I I, I didn't. Stop loving you. I didn't stop respecting you. Did you it think just I was... had bad hair? No, I don't. So I don't know the difference between do you, do you, good hair, do you bad assign, hair. Do you assign stuff. a particular hair type to, to not being nice? Not necessarily. Okay, then that's what I'm saying though. Because like to me, Tatum's hair is good, and I like it when it's curly. I like when it's she just wake she just wakes up and it's all over the place. To me, that's good hair. Well, see, I, I see, like I, I'm not gonna use the term "good hair" with I'm Tatum. Ju- I'm just saying, I'm just saying based off of, of the term. Okay, so so the real issue is that he said nice hair. Right? Yeah. So if he just said I like black bitches with hair, see that that wouldn't even flow. Like black yeah, bitches yeah. with long hair, people would have been like, "What about the short hairs?" If you said I like. Black bitches with short hair. They'd have been like, what about the people with the long hair? Like, but see, but the, I think the thing is, like, that's still, like, that would be, you could argue that point more because you're saying, like, this is a particular description of what I like. People are, people have a right to have a preference, right? But when you start to say that the preference of someone, or when you try to say that you're, you try to frame your preference as, like, the good of a, of, like, the, the better of two, or better of other of several options is where you start catching on your getting yourself on a slippery slope because now if something has to be good if something is good then something also something else has to inherently be bad and that's where the problem comes in tatum has is there's no such thing as bad hair no there's no such thing as bad hair the hair the way your hair grows out of your head is perfectly fine okay. for any person because because if we sit there and that goes for any race, color, creed, and so if someone has like alopecia, like if they have like something that causes their hair not to grow or stuff to like fall that, out, I mean that's, that's, that's not considered like bad. That's not bad hair. That's a that's a, a condition that they can't okay. even control. I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm, I'm just clarifying. Yeah, and so like that's why I won't I won't use like I'll say Tatum, your hair looks pretty, right? Because your hair can be any type of style and look pretty. But I'm not going to say, Tatum, you have good hair or you have nice hair because Tatum, at, at this point in time in her life, has these, like, natural coils that just kind of, like, fall nicely for the most part and are, you know, like, that's why everybody, lo- like, people love when she has, like, the little curly um, puffs or her hair is out and stuff. But but Tatum's hair is also different textures in different parts of her head, right? Yeah. Because the the so like her hair in the middle is more coarse than the hair around the around the perimeter of her head. And if her hair starts to become more coarse over time, I'm still gonna think that she had. I'm still gonna tell her that she has beautiful hair or that she has. Okay. And it's just, but it's just like it's ideal, and it's 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 in society, her hair is deemed like ideal is what I'm trying to say, as far as like. Her hair is like these why, like natural curls. So why should it be? But okay, so we're saying that it's ideal in society's eyes. All right, but I, I mean, so I think that's the other the issue. Like 
fuck what society thinks. Yeah, but that's for us to instill in her, and that's but and this is fuck what society thinks in the sense that like people shouldn't. But like, how do you combat that when people are who are very public platforms are saying things like I want black bitches with the nice hair? Like it's. It, I mean, it's it's, just, it's systemic, so you songs, have to combat. Yeah, it. Well, I know, I I I get that, but it's similar. All right, so then are are we gonna like be against Meg the Stallion and 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 her like her verbiage and and Trina and everybody else? Like no, like, why? Because I feel they can say. I mean, I feel like they say stuff that's like empowering, but it may be like fuck niggas type type type, type language. Like, I think that we're just getting into a point where everything is being, like, looked at. And everything that you say. And, and pretty soon, we should just ban everything. Like, I'm, nobody. Ban everything. No one should talk. No one should have an opinion. No one should say anything because everyone feels the way that they feel. Yeah, you're going with your false equivalencies. But okay. no one is saying that everything's, like, everybody should be banned because every people say dumb shit all the time. And But the thing about it is, like, when people make mistakes or they misstep with what they how they describe things, it's not a bad thing to call a person to the carpet and be like, "Hey, this pro- statement is problematic, and this is the reason why." And when they and then what they do with that information is up to them. But it's still nothing wrong with calling people out. It might seem sensitive, it might seem a- a- unnecessary, but like, how do we move away from people saying and doing those things? If no one ever speaks on it because you're like, oh, people are just being too sensitive. And Meg the Stallion and Trina. I'm, they, just, act, they, I'm just asking. I know. Just devil's I, advocate. I know. And I, what I'm, to answer that point, though, is the stuff that. And Trina's been, been on that wave. But like, Meg the Stallion's more new. And like, even the song that I like, I listened to the song with her and um, the baby or, um, or whatever. She's not. To me, it's, I don't. What I don't get is that I don't get her as like, she's shitting on men or she's talking about preferences and like one type of man is better than another or whatever she's more so talking about like owning her sexuality and if this man wants something from me or whatever or this person wants to get with me like this is how i'm going to treat them or this is how i'm going to do this like she's not but she's not generalizing like a group of men based on some type of physical feature or something like that i mean so what's the name sorry i'm looking at the lyrics i I can see so on riller Mm-hmm. She's talking about meet me at the bank. Show me what you really about. Niggas ain't real when that shit really count. So she she wants someone with money. So what about what about the regular dude who who, who don't have the bank account? Should he should he not fill away? So what I'm bringing it back to, I'm gonna keep bringing it back to is what she's talking about is her preference, right? It's, it's a preference, right? Okay. It's her preference. She's not, she's not saying that niggas without money are bad men or not nice men. She's just saying, I would rather a man with financial means. Okay, and he only want to fuck bad bitches with the nice hair. Nice to him. That's that's my thing. He didn't say I only want to fuck... All right. So when Beyonce said Becky with the good hair... Does that just mean that all Beckys have good hair? Like, how come we're not mad about that? How come we're not mad about Becky with the good hair? Yeah. Do you- Is she using it to say that black women don't have good hair and all Beckys have good hair? So that's why she's Becky with the good hair? No. I'm just inquiring. I'm just trying to understand. I know you're trying to understand, but it, it, but it wasn't used in the same context. It okay. wasn't. It only, wasn't. Only want to fuck the bad, the black bitches with the nice hair. For real, for real. If I was, if, I would be more upset that he said I only want to fuck the black bitches. Like, I mean, that's definitely problematic too. But fuck, fuck. I don't. I, I don't like his preference is someone with nice hair. And what's his nice hair is, is going to be different than what my nice hair is. So that's where my mind goes. But Beyonce says go to Becky with the good hair, and nobody's up in arms. No one is. Is 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 upset that I'm she's sure talking have, maybe about? Maybe there were some Beckys no. that were up in arms, but I don't. I it 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 was not used in the same context. I see what you're going where you're going with that, but I do not believe that it was used in the like the context of the lyric was not the same because she wasn't talking about black women having necessarily necessarily having like bad hair or anything like that. But she was talking about like her cheating 
partner was off with this woman and so like it was more of like an insult with to that particular to that woman so but I get what you're saying I get I get I get where you're trying to go with it that's fine I'm, I'm, I'm just inquiring I'm just saying I know if if we're gonna talk about it then let's talk about it mm-hmm. I I just I can't agree with what everyone else is saying I can't I can't wholeheartedly be like yep I agree he, he was wrong here like I felt like it was really ambiguous and do you think that the line itself the black bitches part yes I I wouldn't want my daughter to be reading about I mean I wouldn't want her to be to, to restate that mm-hmm. like, so then what so what would you say to her if she was like well do I have good hair or do I have nice hair I would say that everyone has good hair according to my wife According to you, so you don't believe that everyone. You has just good told hair? me that, so oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying. Before, so now, so now you would believe that every, there's no such thing as bad hair. I mean, I just, have a bad hair day. But yeah, you well, don't have, like, I thought that saying bad hair day was the same as saying someone has bad hair. I, I, I didn't think it was a way to pit people against each other to say, well, this person has good hair versus this person has bad hair. So. I mean, yeah, it's it's it's, and I mean. Maybe you didn't like you didn't have any like you didn't like grow up with like a sister, in that sense. So, like women have been and black women have been straightening their hair and perming and relaxing their hair for decades, and only in the last I would say maybe in the last decade have you seen the shift towards women of color embracing their natural hairstyles because and moving away from using chemicals to straighten their hair because. We've been conditioned to have an understanding that straight hair or like loose wavy hair is the ideal hair type to have, which is basically European hair. And women, black women have been killing themselves, going bending over backwards to achieve that look either from, you know, frying and dying and straightening their hair and hot combs from and, and flat irons and relaxers and everything and blow dryers on 10 and because we were trying to we weren't embracing the way our hair has grown out of our heads and in turn it also because just the same way we've been conditioned our men have been conditioned to say like okay if it's not in alignment with that then that means it's not good hair if your hair is coarse and or and not not those soft curls but like truly truly coarse then you don't have good hair. You have nappy hair. Well, you I'm got, glad think I about think about Martin. Think about way. how he used to always clown um, Pam, right? But her hair wasn't bad. It wasn't, but it was just. I feel like that was that was their joke. It was their joke, but I think too it was like it was, but like the the the. So are the, you saying that we should ban Martin now? No, I'm not saying that we should ban Martin. I'm just saying that it's just an example of like he would make jokes at the expense of her hair. Of her hair being nappy. Of her hair being nappy. Like, because nappy was associated with not being good, with being bad hair, right? Chris Rock did a whole documentary on it, right? Because his daughters were, like, at the time asking about, like, oh, if they had good hair or bad hair and stuff like that. Like, so hair is such a major part of, like, a black woman's experience and upbringing. And I'm grateful that, like, Tatum is going to grow up in a time where like her natural hair is being embraced. But I also readily acknowledge that as it stands right now, if Tatum's hair continues to be in the texture and and grow the way that it has, she's going to be still in the category where it's going to be like easier for her to be accepted or to be appreciated for her hair type. Right. Well, I'm going to raise Tatum to not give a fuck what other people think. It's not about yeah, she's not going to give a fuck, but I, like, I'm just saying yeah. like but she has, I didn't like, grow up as society looks at it. Tatum has a leg up. Tatum has a leg up because well, she's, she's light-skinned. Tatum has a leg up because yeah. she has gray eyes. Tatum has a leg up because she looks she doesn't look like quote-unquote typically black, but I even though that. she is a black even though she is a black girl and but but it's about letting like it's about you and I making but sure as that you she call that, that as you call that a leg up. I don't see it as a leg up. I see it more as a as a handicap. Because she is going to have to fight those things. She, she's a girl, so okay, she has that. But yeah, she has gray eyes. So now it's going to be hate from people who's going to be like, you're not black. Yeah, that what I grew up with, what my sister grew up with. Yeah. So What are you? I'm black. No, you're not. So I would have rather her be, be regular, quote unquote, and, but, but and, she's and, gonna- and be brown skinned with, with brown eyes and 
and, and leave it at that. Like, I do have those fears that my daughter is going to have to go through the reverse racism and all the negative stuff that come out of it. Like, well, there's not kids, kids are gonna be, racism, well, it's like colorism. Colorism, yes. Yeah. But kids, she's also going to benefit gonna from be having... Cruel. She's gonna kids ha- are going to be cruel. And then there's going to be boys who's going to like her, but not going to like the, the dark-skinned girl. Yeah, and now the dark-skinned gonna- girl is going to want to fight my daughter. And... We don't. I don't want that. I don't want it either. But hopefully we can. Hopefully we can instill in her and raise her, and she'll know that like it's about like you know what. Fuck these boys. Like me and my brown skin or my dark skin friend. Like we're both beautiful, and we're not gonna be sitting here having somebody pick one over the other. But she's gonna have to. She's gonna have to deal with. She's gonna have to deal with colorism. But she's also gonna have. She's also gonna have the benefit of of light skin privilege if she and a friend like are walking through a store with and her friend is darker than her like that's going to be a reality where like if they're if they're being followed in general she might get the second the 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 benefit of the doubt before her darker skin peer and that's also like a privilege that she didn't she didn't ask for she didn't she can't help her complexion but that's stuff that she's going to have to deal with but that's why it's so important for us as parents and for and for us as a society to to hype up and to explain the benefit and the beauty of all hair textures, of all skin types, of all eye colors, of all of that. So that way, you know, what whatever remnants that's of, of this archaic like line of thinking about hair and hair texture and complexion that still linger in our society, that our children can kind of like combat that and be like, no, that's bullshit, you know. Um, and so, like, that's kind of my fear for it. So I know we kind of got more of on a parenting tangent, but I think that still just kind of comes back around. It's like, you know, we have to be able so to have this conversation. What should his line should have said? I mean, the line shouldn't have been here altogether, but I mean, because no. it's kind of problematic from start the, to finish. Is there regardless? So I'm saying, what what should it? What could he have said that would have made people not been? In my arms? opinion, he might have avoided some drama or he might have had a better leg to stand on even if he still got pushback if he had been specific about what particular hair type he likes if he wants you know he likes cornrowed hair he wants somebody with curly hair or you know uh, with the you know with straight hair something like that maybe and maybe not straight hair but just something more descriptive to the actual style than than just saying nice hair because yes on the surface you can say well nice means nice like nice could mean different one thing to me and something totally different to you but knowing the history behind hair texture and black women knowing the history of christopher maurice brown i think there's i think there's definitely space to make that accusation or make to, to make that statement like hey this is so kind of problematic it's more so because of who he is i think that plays a part if justin b you know because he's white he can't say <laughs> he can't say black bitches um yeah, that would that would that would be the part of the line that was problematic for him um if trey songs would have said it would it have been okay or would have been like we know what kind of girls you like too trey songs so no I think it would have been problematic if it was Trey Songs too. Trey okay. Songs is is no saint. Nobody is a saint. So the trouble. I think it would have been problematic either. And, and, I just think it adds insult. And to that's where I think it's. I, I, and that's where I think the issue really comes. People are upset because it's Chris Brown. I think it's part of the reason. If it was Sammy, if Sammy would have said that, would have been okay. Who you digging in the crate, Sammy? Sam Sammy still make music. Don't do that. I know he's pretty cute too. All right, that's, that's not that's not what we're gonna do. Oh, okay. I can't um, admire. Nah, you can. It would be great. All right. So, I'm I'm just okay. So can we agree that it's it's more so because it's Chris Brown? I'm gonna say that I can agree more that, than the lyric. I can agree that it plays a part. Yes, it plays a bigger part. Probably. Okay, it's because if it was a regular person, if it was someone we never heard of before, it would be okay. It would no. be it would be more acceptable. But because it's Chris Brown. No, it wouldn't be more acceptable. I think because, but I think that if it was somebody who maybe didn't have a history of saying problematic shit, that they might have been given more of the benefit of the doubt. So when Nelly said, "I'm a sucker for cornrows and manicured toes," he talked about a specific hairstyle. But isn't that leaving out the others? No, he's talking about he likes cornrow hair. He's a sucker for cornrows. And, and, and he's manicured not saying toes. He, 
and manicure toes. He didn't say that like you're. It. He didn't say nice hair. Or, Got you. Okay. So it's it's about being specific. Got you. There's nothing wrong with preference. It's just when you when you assign a uh, when you characterize your preference as like this isn't good and everything else is bad. Just like guys who like because it comes up a lot like with interracial dating, right? Like there's guys who like I not even guys. Let me not say that. There are people who say I I'm I'm open to dating whoever no matter what their race is and then there are people who like I will never date a black woman or I don't date black men. That is where like you cross the line, right? You love who you love. And you're, if you have a preference, if you have no preference or you you know you're just like I'm gonna see what's out there. That's one thing. But if you but if someone elimin- has that if you, preference, if, if you eliminate, but you're like but you're like I refuse to date this group of people. That's where it becomes problematic because you're you're char- you're you're completely characterizing an entire group of people based off of. No experience, or what one if, or two experiences, what if, or whatever. Okay, but what if so? If that's their preference, I, I that's just my thing. Yeah, like, so but that's not. But my no matter is, how troubling it is, it's still their preference. No, but that's saying it's not a preference, right? A preference is what you prefer, what you like to date, what you like, or what you like to do, or what you what you like. Like I prefer cookies and cream ice cream over plain vanilla. If I say me saying that, like. I prefer cookies and cream doesn't mean that I, and that's, this is the thing. Me saying I prefer cookies and cream, ice cream does not mean that I won't eat vanilla ice cream if it's available to me, or I won't ever eat chocolate ice cream, or I won't ever eat uh, mint chocolate chip. It just means that cookies and cream is my preference. Like if it's there available to me, that's what I'm going to go towards, lean towards first. Saying I will, I don't fuck with, Vanilla. I don't fuck with chocolate. I don't fuck with mint chocolate chip because they're disgusting flavors is not the same as just saying I have a preference for that. Same thing goes for hair textures, for skin te- colors, and everything in between, and races. You can preference is what you lean towards, not but not what you're not. Oh, this is what I'm totally against. And people fuck around and do that when they're like in dating when they're like, oh. I I won't date a black woman, and they'll be like because they're they they have too much attitude. I, I like my women docile or whatever. That's not that's shitting on black women. That's being exclusion. You're excluding them because of your stereotypes. And with that, I yield. You got it. I'm just learning. I'm here to give you an education. See what I'm saying? I'm just I'm again raising you. They're definitely not raising me. To to be. You're enlightening me enlightening you yeah but you're not raising me so well i'm glad i can enlighten you i'm i, I mean listen i guess i, I thought I, I, no, I kind of assumed that you knew these things like i just well, feel like i mean i've never cared about i've never was like good hair versus bad hair or i think i think you'll i think you'll find that you'll and i guess it does make sense to an extent too because if it's it hasn't been a part of in your scope then that's one thing and i think now that like we do have a daughter. So like these things are going to come up more often. And like for me as a woman, as a black woman, I'm like, this is just like, this is a part of my reality. Like this has always been a reality for and me. As a black man, it's not a part of my reality. Never. And that, but that's, I mean, I think that's why it comes back to like, you know, the saying, they say like mothers, you know, love their sons and raise their daughters. And I feel like the flip is true. Like, you know, fathers raise their sons and love their daughters because I, I have the experience as a black woman in America that I can impart on Tatum and I, from my, yeah, from, I, I just and think it, like, and, and so like that, that those, those lessons, I can't be surprised if you're not as like well versed in them because that wasn't your experience because you are a man and not, yeah, you were not a I mean, boy. Yeah. I mean, not a girl growing up. Yeah. And I mean, my mother, my, my aunts, I mean, I've grew around, I grew up around women, but it's not the same as like if it you was had never like the when when my cousin Shani would have her hair not done. It was never like that's bad hair. Like yeah, you probably didn't pay any attention to it really all that much. I just now when I seen a girl who didn't have her hair done, it was kind of like oh she's just having a bad hair day. But I was never like oh she has bad hair or you know what I mean. So yeah. again, and that also could be because you grew up in a in a family in a in a, in a village who. 
they didn't like necessarily I don't want to say discriminate, but they didn't like characterize hair as one way or the other. And because hair was not super important to you, like you have hair in your head, you had cornrows, you had, you know, you had, you've always had a head full of hair. Like, it's just kind of like, this is what, like, it is what it is. But hair is, you know, that's one of the few things that like, definitely like gender plays a role in that where hair is so much a source of strife and joy for so many women like no matter what your race is because hair is just a thing it's just it's so important to women in general um that's why when women lose their hair it freaks them out i mean and men too and that's why our styles you know i mean but our beauty is part of of our beauty as women is like as society has conditioned us for part of our beauty as women is tied into our hair so that's why it's such important it's so important yeah, to be mindful of your words. Okay, because there was a guy who like told the girl, like she cut it short, and he was like, "I can't love you anymore," or something like that. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about breaking all the rules? No, oh. it, it really it happened on like Twitter or something like that. A girl posted it. I responded to it and everything, but like she cut her hair, and the guy was like, "I love you," but I, I pretty much it, like he couldn't love her because it wasn't there anymore and all this other stupid stuff but and that's because men feel like they have a lot of say on what women do with their hair they feel like they feel like they have a, a, a in relationship like they have a, a like a vested interest because they they tie their attracted their attraction to their partner to her hair like when i cut my hair you did not like it at all and but it had nothing I went, to do I, and with. I, but I went a long time without doing. I like, I, I made, I have made or not made decisions about my hair or not made decisions about my hair with your opinion in mind. And I know that's my my thought, but that's because you feel entitled to have an opinion on what I do with my hair. Mm, I, I don't though. You're gonna ask me what do you think, and then I'm gonna tell you based off of what I know. Mm-hmm. But. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your hair. It's your hair. It ain't my hair. It's okay. not my hair. If, but if it was up to you, would you have had me cut my hair? Um, At a point? At a point, probably not. Just because I wouldn't have known what it would have looked like if you were asking me. The same way how when I wanted to cut my hair, when I had braids, and you didn't want me to cut it because... I didn't know. Oh, I, I, I just uh, I didn't know what your head was gonna look like. Okay, so it's the same thing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it wasn't like I was like, no, Danny, don't cut your hair because your hair makes you who you are. I don't give a fuck about that. You gotta do what makes you happy. So well, do you know? Do you know of men who feel very strongly about how their partners wear their hair? Yes, I do. So that's that's the thing. Like, and lots. But of, that's just their preference. But just but lots of women make hair decisions or have spent a good portion of their life of their lives making decisions based off of what a man in their life thinks and then a lot of them get older and they grow out of it and they get like fuck that i'll do what i want such as myself but at the same time though it's hard because it's like we've been conditioned to think that well we gotta break how people think and shit like that yeah we gotta break free live your life kid it's your hair you gotta maintain it and stuff like that. Then. Yep. So. Well, this felt very educational. Sure. This nigga here. All right, y'all. We getting out of here. Anything else you'd like to add? Nope. You can close this out, Danny. All right. Well, you know. As always, thank you for listening. Oh, actually, I do. Sorry. <laughs> See, this is why. I- so Lil Nas X came out as gay. And I feel I'm like super, I, I knew super this excited already. for this. Well, I didn't. Yeah. But I hate how everyone is sexualizing. Old Town Road. Yeah, like it, it went like, diamond. I know it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I hate how people are sexualizing it. Like it wasn't sexual before. Like the lyrics didn't change. Just exactly. because he's gay now doesn't mean that he was talking about a man or whatever. So that's just something I, I wanted to throw out there. I know this is real small, but. Yeah, if, man, fuck the people. And I, he, I just and hate he, how people sexualize and he used things. the pronoun her in the song. He was like, cheated on my baby. You can go and ask her. 
and like yeah i i'm i'm just saying man, people are, are so are sexualizing things and I, I i just hate it like we sexualize everything and then wonder why things are the way that they are like mm-hmm. a child does something and people try to sexualize it and it's just like it's a fucking child like mm-hmm. not everything is sexual so yeah. i see that he's taking it in stride though because i saw his tweet and he was like next person that says something to me is getting kissed or something like that yeah. like at least he's taking it like you know hand but he shouldn't have to he like, shouldn't have to but we live in a world where people are still homophobes and still you know scared and you know transphobic and all all the phobics and so i'm just glad that he's living his truth and taking all these motherfuckers money for this one song and Facts. put out an ep that i heard is like not bad at all and so he's like making the most out of his moment and good for him and that living his it. truth we just got to stop sexualizing things not everything has a sexual tone to it or not everything is sexual some and things just because just somebody are... is gay doesn't, doesn't change who yeah. they are as a person Listen, that's why i don't say no homo so fuck mm-hmm. that I'm not sexualizing my words. Exactly. I said what I said. So, that's it. Hot dog in a bun. (laughs) That was pretty funny. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. You can close this out. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm I'm positive now. Okay. Well, as always, this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. If this was your first time listening, thank you for joining us. We hope you come back. If this is your millionth time listening, thank you for rocking with us from day one to day none. As always, you can find us online on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show, on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. And of course, if you have a question, concern, comment, sponsorships anything in between email us at lovers quarrel show at gmail.com make sure you like share follow and tag us in every single thing so that way we can see you guys and you can see us and thank you for always rocking with us um like always i am your girl danny and i'm your god tj and y'all know we fuss we fight but we we love love. Bye. bye say bye bye Bye-bye.